Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. The yes. one podcast in the world that answers the only question that really matters right now at this very moment is how you can outside the scoring title when you're not even top 10. How you can hear from outside the scoring title when you're not even top 10. And that's exactly where we're going to go today because there's so many people who like, LeBron's not top 10. He's not the best player of all uh-huh. time. How you going to hate him? You're not even top 10. You're not even top yeah. 10 in scoring. How you going to hate? And okay, Michael Jordan is, I think, like number four, but mm-hmm. yeah, he, he, I was watching this thing today, right? And I, I'm sorry to get off on a tangent just right as soon as we jump in. Uh-huh. I was watching this thing, right? It was like a little clip. It's okay. I, it was on Instagram, right? And it yeah. was Nick Wright, and it was like from like 2017, I think it was. Nick Wright was on Undisputed, I think it was. It's before the hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, he was like, <laughs> yeah. he said the argument for LeBron being the best ever versus Jordan. It stopped mattering once he passed him in points because he's a better assist. He, he's better to assist. He's be, he has a better three point shooter shooting percentage, better mid range shooting percentage, um, better assists, better steals, better in points. So when that when he passed him on that, you know what I mean. If we were not talking, I mean, if we're, when he passed him on that, that's when he became better than Jordan. But he said, if we're talking accomplishments, then the best ever is Kareem or Bill Russell. Is how you look at it because mm-hmm. Kareem and yeah. Bill Russell have all the accomplishments. Have the scoring title, have eleven rings, five rings, however many rings. You know what I mean? Like this is that's that's who you. So if you really truly saying like, okay, LeBron had got a, a 2017. I think he's he had what about he had got he's got the 2016 championship mm-hmm. on his way to the 2020 championship, and he's been an MVP already. So I mean, like yeah. he's already passed Jordan because of this. If you're just look, if you're thinking without accomplishments, you're just looking at the points and everything like that. He's a better player. He does everything Jordan does, but better. Just that, like, I'm kind of like paraphrasing because I'm kind of trying to remember it right now. But yeah, he said he does everything but like Jordan, but better. And when he passed him on the scoring list, which was like at game six of the 2016 NBA Finals, when he, the game six, he passed Jordan. So it's like he leads all time in playoff points. Yeah. So it's like he's better. He's better already. Who he's chasing now is Kareem, in my opinion. And in Nick Wright's opinion, I guess. But I, I, I agree with Nick. I think he's chasing Kareem. Yeah, I uh, I think I'll... I think, you know, stats only matter to a certain extent, right? In my opinion. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but there comes a point in time where the stats become so overwhelming that it can lead to this, some disparity. Now, I'm an eye test guy. 
I really believe in the eye test. But sometimes a statistical argument can be made for the GOAT debate that leads to some um, strong, strong debates. And, you know, I think the GOAT debate is also something subjective to the point of what does your GOAT, what's your criteria to be the GOAT? Okay, I want the best guy. If the monsters come and invade, right, we got to send one guy and five pieces of four pieces of paper with them. Who's going to win? Right. Some people, that's their that's their requirement. One game, one individual game, their best versus the other person's best. And I just want to know who is better at their peak. Okay, Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, I mean, I don't think that's the right way to view it, because one game of one person's individual one game best does not mean that they're the better player over a longer period of time. Mm. It doesn't mean that when somebody has does something so great for such a longer period of time, you would take that because it's easier to win rings, right? Because everything's about rings. Because there's mm-hmm. one thing that you can know that actually is right about basketball because a lot of things are subjective. Oh, what's better? Having good three-point shooters or playing through the post, people have different opinions on that. But there's one thing that does not lie. There is a winner. And the winner did something right. Mm -hmm. Think about the way I view passing, right? I like the winner every single year in the NBA championship either has a great individual passer or a great team passing built through a system. That's why I think passing is so underrated because you can conclude it to winning. A scoring title, that's subjective. Who was the best scorer this year? I mean, yeah, maybe Melo had the best points per game, but, you know, maybe LeBron, if he just focused on scoring those years instead of just passing, he probably would have been, you know, averaging more points per game than Melo, right? It's subjective. You know, not every stat is perfect, right? But the only thing that really is a finality in sports is championships. And that's fine to why people think that MJ is the greatest. Right, that's fine. What people think is Bill Russell's the greatest, but there's more that goes into a championship than just star players. Right, it's a team achievement, and people, you know, the forgotten era that would teach people this if they watched it is the seventies. The Mm -hmm. seventies had guys like you know we got uh, Bill Walton winning a ring with the Portland Trailblazers. We got JoJo White and Dave Cowens in 1972 winning a ring with the Boston Celtics. We got, you know, every other year, there was a different guy. Nobody, there was no two back-to-back championships in the 70s. Basketball was so low at that point in time. Nobody, the ratings were low. Nobody liked watching it. And part of the reason was because the best players didn't have championship teams. It wasn't fun to watch people because people love to hate or watch greatness. We love to see greatness because we either love to hate on greatness or we love to watch greatness happen, right? Yeah. That's why Bulls, oh, we love the 80s because we get to see Magic and Bird. We love to hate Bird. We love to love Bird. You know, it's just subjective. Mm-hmm. But in the 70s, the best player by a gazillion miles was Kareem. Kareem, 29 and 12, and while also being the best player and most of those years, defensive player in most of those years because the defensive shot blocking and his movement abilities. Like, he was special defensively as well. He wasn't just one-sided, and he dominated the boards. He won one ring in the 70s. Yeah. One, and that was with Oscar Robinson. 
when he was really young. Yeah, and most of those times, if you would ask somebody in 1975, how does championships get won? They would Mm -hmm. have the correct answer. It is team basketball. What is a great team? Because they just watched Kareem average 30, 12, and 4 for like the last five years to get no rings. They can go, I guess, one. But you know what I mean? Like, it's the point here is that's really what true basketball was. It just wasn't markable. Okay, and that's what people really have to take away from this is, okay, so then how do we really, how does this affect LeBron? How does this relate to LeBron? The reason why it relates to LeBron is I would want the guy that gives me most chances to win a ring. I would want the guy that has the best career. Okay, well, why would you judge it that way? Okay, did MJ, at when he was at 40, 39 at the Washington Wizards. Was he good enough to be an NBA championship leader and winner and the best player in those teams? No, right? Those years don't really matter in a GOAT debate because we're talking about greatest of all time. I want to know how many times that this guy's greatness is so great that I could have the best player in the league type guy. How many times was this guy so great that this guy could be the best player in an NBA championship team? Because those guys are hard to find. It's like yeah. ten of them in the league at each each year, like they're 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 not that many. But at the same point in time, there's still guys that could be like think about, for example, um, Bill Russell in the '60s. He was the best player in those teams, but he wasn't so great offensively. He never averaged more than twenty points per game, right? But he had a great team, so he could be the best player on those NBA championship teams, yeah. right? Like there's there's a lot of times even MJ's Bulls. You got Dennis Rodman, who's the one of the greatest power forward defenders of all time. Scottie Pippen, who led the dream team in assists, point forward, one of the greatest small fender forward defenders of all time. Right. And Ron Harper, who was a great defender, who used to, when he was with the Cavs, he used to guard MJ. Like he was the guy that they used to used to guard him. Like, yeah. of course, those teams won rings. So great defensively. A good great player could have fit in those teams, right? There is that, and that is where I think the GOAT debate should lie. And I think that LeBron's GOAT debate is getting so insane. Okay? So, I did the stats on this. Mm-hmm. LeBron has had 19 seasons where he's put up the stats. He's put up the numbers where he could have been the best player on an NBA championship team. And for 16 seasons, he could have been the best player in the NBA. MJ had 13 years where he was the best, could be the best player in the NBA. 12 where he could be the best player in an NBA championship team. That's a six, that's, that's, that's six years difference where I get six more years to try to build around an NBA champion. That matters at some point in time because these stats are crazy. Like he's averaging 29 and five. Last year he averaged 30, right? Yeah. This, this this longevity's never happened before, and I'm going to keep on making this point here. Kareem had 12 years where he could have been the best player in the NBA, and 11 where he could have been the I'm, I'm at 12 years where he could have been an NBA championship leader, and 11 where he could have been the best player in the NBA. Wilt had 10 years where he could have been the best player in the NBA, and 10 years where he could have been NBA championship leader. Wilt Chamberlain, 50 and 25 guy. Didn't have the longevity. Kobe mm. had 12 years. We could have been the best player in the NBA, the best player in the NBA champion. Magic had seven because of HIV, right? He had seven years where he could have been the best player in the NBA and seven years where he could have been the best player in the NBA championship team. 
and Bird had 10 years where he could be the best player in the NBA championship team and seven where he could have been the best player in the NBA. Those put the Larry Bird is like half of LeBron James, okay, statistically, right? Those come into play here because at some point in time, if you really know basketball, we're going to do the GOAT debate. How many rings can we win with these guys should be the question that is asked. Okay, well, LeBron, you can win six more rings than anybody else because of how long he could have been the best player in the NBA championship team. He could have done it last year, and you can do it this year too, right? Because he's so great even now because of the way he improves the game. And at some point in time, that matters. That matters. And his NBA finals record should back this up. He went to 10 NBA finals. Oh, he straight. lost six. <laughs> I think with the nine straight, but nine straight. It was nine straight because he got the one in 2007 when he carried basically Booby Gibson and Mo Williams and blah, 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 blah. The damn yeah, Delonte was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point here is it's it's getting to the point in time where even if you think MJ had a better peak, nobody in their right mind, you get a billion dollars to run an NBA franchise. You couldn't tell me unless you were fucking stupid. <laughs> you would choose six more honest, years huh? <laughs> of LeBron's greatness. MJ took two years off. You you got to be like, okay, well, in the middle of his prime, he's going to take two years off because he needs, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z, and he's going to retire after that. You know what? And like, oh, the team was, they fired Phil Jackson, and they were going to completely reform the team. Okay, so he's going to play with a bad team. LeBron James did that with Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram before they traded for Anthony Davis. He didn't retire. Yeah. I didn't see him sure. retire. No. Oh, oh, MJ. MJ gets a free pass for pulling that shit. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Well, you got a guy who was going to retire three times at time frames for whatever reason for his mental stability or XYZ. You have to factor that shit in, right? Like, at his peak, he's retiring. Okay, yeah, yeah you're going to get a great version when he comes back, but that's two less. That's three less years of, like, being able to be a champion. Like, everybody's got excuses for MJ because everybody loves MJ, but would you have to actually make a decision based on the facts, not what if, oh, if he would have played, he would have won eight straight. You don't know that. Kenny the Jet Smith thinks that uh, the Hakeem, those Rockets teams had their number because the only not great defender on those teams was their center position, right? And they They're had beating Magic. Lajuan. They're not coming out the East. Right. Yeah, so like... It's you have to take the facts, right? This is facts. We have to deal with facts, not what ifs, right? This mm-hmm. history doesn't lie. And it's getting such an insane point in time where nobody in their right mind wouldn't choose LeBron's extra six years. It's six fucking years difference gap between him and MJ. It is larger between him and every other great player. The gap widens, widens. Yeah. I mean, the difference between him and Magic is like a decade. A decade. Nobody will choose. You get a whole nother decade. Sadly, Magic had AIDS, right? We, you know, it's 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 a sad reality. We have to deal with what we know, not what if, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody with the actual facts of what actually has happened in the NBA would choose somebody else unless you are a four-year-old or you're in so much denial, so much denial about MJ that you just, it overrides everything. AKA Skip which, Bayless. Which, which I'm gonna like if I'm the GM in that league too, uh, you I have the second pick. Thank you. Okay. You take MJ, I'll take my six extra rings. Thank yeah. you. 
right? Because LeBron never had a top 10 all-time coach. He never had a top 50 all-time coach. He never had like a top 100 all-time head coach. Okay? If I'm running the team, you think I would have paid a gazillion dollars for Pop, knowing what I know now. If the Cavs had to redo this in 2003, they drafted him, and they get to know that they get to have 19 years of a guy that could be the best player on NBA championship team in 16 years when he's going to be a guy that could be the best player in the league. They're not paying $5 million for pop and taking things a little more seriously. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's just be honest here. Right. I, it, we would, he would be Bill Russell ish with the rings one, right? He would mm-hmm. imagine a guy that's able to go to 16 NBA finals. No, my bad. 19 NBA finals. He he could have been the best player to NBA championship team for 19 years. Most people don't even play that long. And this is not a, oh, it's modern medicine. Okay, then tell that to Dwight Howard, who's a freak athlete, got there after two years after LeBron James and is out the fucking league. No, it's his genetics. This guy's a freak of nature, and you guys don't want to talk about it. But we're not gonna. I'm not gonna. We're we're not gonna miss the smoke here. You guys are gonna have to catch the smoke for the yeah. last two years. This guy's been able to be an NBA championship winner, be able to be the best team player on the NBA championship team at the age of 37 and 38. He's averaging 29 right now. 29. This is this is completely ridiculous. Like it's 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 gotten the point in time where this has to be him. You have to choose him. Are you stupid? Like, like if you would have dra- got drafted the San Antonio Spurs in 2003, LeBron James would have, like, what, 15 NBA Finals appearances, 10 rings. Like, if he would have just gotten drafted somewhere where they had a good coach, it would have been over, okay? If he would have gotten drafted to Phil Jackson, yeah, I'm talking to you, Kobe fucking fanatics. If he would have gotten drafted in 1997 with Phil Jackson and Shaq, and the L.A. Lakers organization, where they were really good back then, as being an organization, they still had Jerry West in the front office and XYZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going for 15 ring, 15 NBA Finals. He's winning 10 of them. Like, it's just, it's just, like, let's let's be honest here. He had Phil Jackson. Phil fucking Jackson. Yeah, I, I'd say that he's going to have a great ring count at some point in time. Yeah. Right? Not everybody gets blessed with that. Kobe did, right? A lot of these great all-time players had great coaches with them. Pat Riley had Magic had Pat Riley. Casey Jones, I'm pretty sure, was the head coach to Larry Bird. The, the guy's an underrated coach. He's really good. You know, Wilt's the only guy that just didn't get a good coach and his individual greatness. But, like, at some point in time, these ridiculous fucking numbers matter. And this is getting crazy. Nobody's done this before. And we don't even know if this is the end. I don't know if these skills. I I can't say. Oh, LeBron's next year is going to be twenty two and nine. I don't know. I can't say that anymore. He's disproving everything I thought. <laughs> right, everything I thought I knew about guys aging. Like yeah. like what? This guy's insane. And uh, Legoat man, <laughs> Legoat, Legoat so, James. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so what I'm getting from what you were saying is just to come, you know, keep the conversation going is like yeah. you were saying that longevity and consistency are the basis for these type of debates that people seem to ignore. They seem to ignore that Mike, you know, took several breaks away from basketball and LeBron didn't. LeBron played straight through his league. They may say that, yeah. oh, it's because Michael Jordan is such a winner and that's why he couldn't stand being on a losing team. 
But then you criticize LeBron for not being able to carry a salt shaker, a couple pieces mm-hmm. of paper, and a phone case to the NBA Finals year after year, and, he, and with yeah. Mike Brown as a coach, um, yeah. with David Blatt as a coach, um, <laughs> <laughs> Tyron, I mean, like, Tyron Lue as a coach. I mean, he won with Tyron Lue. He got really close with, to a championship with David Blatt, but those years with Mike Brown were horrendous. And then he yeah. left and came back, and then it still was horrendous. It was nothing that changed. Yeah. And but we 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 seem to forget about that. We yeah. it seems that. I'm gonna say this: If Mike was such the was the best player ever to touch the basketball, what what did um uh, uh Larry Bird say? It was Jesus and and Mike wearing Michael Jordan's skin. If that was yeah. the case, why does it seem that we hold LeBron to a higher standard than any other player in history of basketball? True, true. They be giving MJ all the excuses about leaving leaving the league twice. <laughs> all the excuses. All of them. <laughs> exactly. And we hold yes. LeBron to to the highest of high lamestream yes. media holds LeBron to the highest of highest standards of right. basketball greatness, but they never held but they don't hold Mike to those standards. No. And nope. Skip Bayless was the guy who covered him. And he doesn't he's delusional. He doesn't even hold him to those standards. But LeBron, yeah. when LeBron came in, because he had that that um Sports Illustrated magazine, the chosen one. You know what I mean? He came into Cleveland and he was just supposed to start winning championships the first year. Yeah. It was like, yeah, he's the best player. He's coming out of high school. He's supposed to start winning championships. And it's like yeah. you had people on the on coming on the TV and saying, You haven't won anything. Why are you celebrating? Win something for once. And I'm like, he, and then he leaves and go to Miami, you know what I mean? That kind of crushes Cleveland. You know, I get it. Yeah, you may say that. Oh, Mike never left the team. Uh, he physically left the team. He never left the team. Went to another team. He physically left the team. He, <laughs> he deleted himself from the team and then came back to the team. So <laughs> stop that. Stop that argument because that's bullcrap. That is that. That's bullshit. That is the bullshit argument because he physically left the team. He didn't just leave. He didn't pack his bags and go to L.A. He didn't pack his bags and go to Orlando. He didn't pack his bags and go to Atlanta. He packed his bags and said, "I'm going to start." hitting baseballs for the rest of my life <laughs> and golfing <laughs> that's yeah. what he did so let's, yeah. let's 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 be for real now not the delusions out your head because i'm here for that we're gonna knock all the spider webs all the cobwebs and get you thinking again right this is this is what we're for yeah um so we we just don't we gotta hold these players to the standard you know what i mean you you made mm-hmm. perfect clearly clear points that i hope that everybody is understanding is that longevity matters we have seen 21 years of lebron james in the league consistently yeah. being i mean knock off the first two years right consistently being the best player like yes he left right went to different teams but he knew that mike brown is not gonna win him a championship z is not gonna win him a championship mo williams is not gonna win him a championship yeah um delante west uh Old Shaq is not going to win him a championship. Uh, Baron Davis, old as heck, is not going to win him a championship. Um, Antoine Jameson, old as heck, is not going to win him a championship. He understood yeah. this. So, yes, he left. I don't fault him for leaving. I mean, hey, at one point in time, you know what I mean? You're young. You're watching basketball. You're like, man, this is like, this is my, this is my, this is the, this is my favorite basketball player. And he left the home team. Yeah. You, you, you feel something in your, in your, you know, about that. True. I'm not going to go as far yeah. as I was burning jerseys. I'm not doing that. But, <clears throat> you know, People burn jerseys and all types of stuff, but it's he true. went to Miami and he won. He won. He yeah. got it. He he was in a good system with good coaches and finally was next to good players. Tell me this: Could Mike, for all you Mike lovers, right? You call you know you say like, oh, the people who love LeBron or Bron sexuals or whatever, whatever you want to call it, let's, let's Jordan sexuals for y'all, right? This is for you. Uh-huh. Could Mike take a crappy team to the finals? 
He needed Scotty. No. He needed Rodman. He needed um, what is it, Ron Harper? He needed these people. He needed he needed Kurt. He, he yeah, he dropped sixty three. But I mean, like, look at it. He had he had the best defensive players on his team around yeah. him. The team was built perfectly for him to win. How could he have not have won? Yeah, best coach and everything. And LeBron still has not had a top ten coach. We let's go through coaches. I don't remember all of the coaches from the Cavs, but I do remember Mike Brown because my grandpa Mike really Brown, hated Mike Brown. Tyron, Mike, Lou, <laughs> Tyron Lou, David Blatt. David Blatt. I mean. God. And then he had Spolstra for like what two two years? He was I mean, really two, three young. years. Yeah, it wasn't Spol- it wasn't Spo that we know today? Yeah, no, yeah, Spo for three years. Then he came back and had David Blatt and Tyron Lue. Then he got um, what's the guy who's is he? He's not is he coaching anymore? Um, who he won with? Oh, Frank Vogel. He had him for like <laughs> two three years, and now he has um, yeah, Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham, yeah. assistant, not a- yeah. assistant. <laughs> Yeah, we're not talking about he had like he didn't have a Phil Jackson. He didn't have a uh, uh, um um uh, shoot. I can't even think of of uh, 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 Greg Popovich. He didn't have yeah. a um shoot. What the fuck? Was oh, that? yeah. They had Byron Scott in, in Cleveland for at one point, but he, yeah. they, he didn't coach LeBron, though. Um, he didn't have a uh, he didn't Bill have Russell's a Brett Arbach. Red Arbach. Yeah, a Red Arbach. He, he didn't have the, those caliber of coaches. Pat Riley, yeah. but Pat Riley. Pat Riley was in the front office when he came to Miami. Yeah. He's Be for real. That man's great front office guy, though. No fact. No yeah. Fact. yeah. Uh, no disrespect, but be for real, guys. And could, and, could you put Jordan ahead. in that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and to all of those LeBron James haters, the Dwayne Wade and LeBron James pairing is overrated. It's overrated because it was easy to beat. Okay, the reason why it was easy to beat is both of them relied on their ability to attack the basket. Even though they might have been four inches in between them as players, they played very similar styles of basketball. Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade and LeBron James' best two abilities is being ridiculously athletic, attacking the basket, and passing. Dwayne Wade's a hell of a passer for a two-guard. Like, top yeah. ten passer of all time at the two-guard position. D-Wade's legit, right? So their strikes were the same. So guys, like, you know, they got beat by the Mavericks, who had Tyson Chandler, who won a DPOY, and Dirk. Okay, two seven-footers. Can't stop them. The San Antonio Spurs, they had two bigs, right? Tim Duncan was the power forward, and they had another big. I can't think of Tiago Splitter. Right? Like, they had two bigs. The two bigs formula really could stop them. Because they had a flaw in who they were as a team. It wasn't a perfect fit like Scotty and MJ, where Scotty's, you know, this great distributor and that's MJ's weakness. That both of them are great defenders, so they pair beautifully together. Like, you know what I mean? Like they they didn't have that. So I would like to say that even though the names and what they were as players were great, the value and how good they were as a team wasn't as great as people thought. So that's why they didn't win as many rings, because they had a flaw. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my piece. How many Hall of Fame teammates did LeBron have? Dear God, <sighs> maybe. Can we only say Kyrie? Five? I mean, like D. Wade, Bosh, Kevin Love will probably. I, I make mean, it like in their because, prime. Oh, in their prime, D. Wade and Bosh, Kai, AD. That's probably it. Love Four. wasn't the same Minnesota Timberwolves. Love, like if you watch. Minnesota Timberwolves loves you're like 26. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 14. And like, yeah, you know, he was crazy in Minnesota. Yeah. He really had it like that for a minute there. So four, right? Four Hall of Fame teammates, right? Mm -hmm. And the prime. In their prime. Three of them are injury prone as hell. AD can't stay healthy. Kai's got a lot of injury issues. D Wade. Yeah. D Wade was really breaking down at that point in time. Like he was really injury prone. Yeah. Chris he Bosch was he was in the same that was like consistent at that for him for like the whole time frame. I would agree because at that cause he this wasn't the same D Wade that took that carried Shaq on his yeah. back in two thousand six to an NBA championship. That's the sad thing about D Wade, man. Is D Wade for a minute there, people were like, D Wade or Kobe? Like, there was a yeah. moment there where it was close, right? You could mm-hmm. really make the argument. Like, it's sad because, you know, those injuries, man. Injury I, does a hell of a thing. Go ahead. I've, I I swear, he's like six foot four, MJ. Like, he's, he's, he's mm-hmm. insane. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, injury does a hell of a thing. So, that's another reason, right? Consistency and longevity, right, has been like the main focal point of the conversation here. Yeah. LeBron is just now starting to get hurt. <laughs> he didn't he, he did go through injury after injury after no. injury. You may say it's because he's passive. He passes the ball too much. doesn't check that much. Like, this is one thing that I have heard consistently on every single platform that I have ever listened to. You know what I mean? And Skip Bayless is a big LeBron hater. But this is one thing he always prays for. He says whenever he feels like attacking the basket, he can do so. And there's nothing you can do about it. So are we saying that as many times as he is ran head first like you know 60 miles um just exaggerating here 60 miles an hour down the court it dunking on somebody's head he's right. not being fouled right is that's, that's everybody's argument oh, he's just crying no he's constantly mm-hmm. being fouled but he's so strong he's absorbing the contact and he's not getting mm-hmm. hurt by it now he now father time is starting to catch up to him the browns are getting yep. a little bit different now he's starting to get hurt a little bit more you know there might be some yeah. people who are ter- intentionally targeting them, but yeah, like, that's what I'm saying is even, that it's the longevity of it. Even it's definitely in, uh, just the longevity D-Wade, of the conversation like, is because 19 I talking years, on a podcast and, and I would say like, he just oh, started getting hurt. I would about, see LeBron James get injuries that like I think most very, guys. I think he like has first injury like his first year in LA. Just get like, get but he was leading them to a championship at that point too. He had Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and you look in the Instagram players like man, they might have literally just got like his. I'm not completely sure. But he had he had young and he was still leading them. He was the best player on that team until he got hurt, and we were sure they was going to the playoffs and possibly a ring with just without. I mean, even without the, that yeah. second star. And then he got AD. 
and AD is hurt all the time, and he's still the best player. This was supposed to be the time mm-hmm. where AD is supposed to jump up and take care of you know and take care of the load and become that best player, and LeBron is still the best player on the team. He has still not let go of the reins and the title of the best player in the league. 19 straight years of dominance, consistency, longevity. No yeah. other player in NBA history has that. Mm-hmm. And we can't use the argument anymore for NBA championships. Not any longer. Because... As Jason said, and as I've said on previous occasions, on previous episodes of this, championships are a team sport. I mean, championships are, are, are a team accolade. You cannot win a champ. You're not winning a championship by yourself. It's a team accolade. So you can't, we can't. Yeah, so it's like, you know, you cannot um, use that as an argument anymore because it's just not true. Team accolade, I mean, championships are a team accolade. Championships are a team accolade, um, so Mm. you cannot use that as an argument anymore. That's facts. And, you know, I feel like that's something that most people just don't understand about basketball. And, uh, yeah, It's, it's crazy, man, like... I don't even know, like, how, like, people can be so just trapped and entrapped into the thought process of, I just think it's a lack of knowledge of basketball. Like, I feel like if you really understand basketball, you understand that's just not a team, it's a team achievement. Like, winning a championship is a team achievement, Right. And it's just mm-hmm. not based on individual talent. The greatest individual talent doesn't always win. And even though winning can lead to the only correct answer, right? Like how basketball should be played can leave a lot of information. But it's not like just championships means how great XYZ is, right? And the sad reality is just MJ never lost in the finals. He's unbeatable. Well, yeah, I mean, he played Clyde Drexler and Terry Porter. Woo! He played <laughs> Charles Barkley and Kevin Johnson, and he had Dennis Rodman guarding Charles fucking Barkley. Oh, woo! Oh, okay, and he's got to face the Utah Jazz for twice. Oh, you know who's guarding him both those times? Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, every single time he played somebody... Either he could guard their best player or Dennis Rodman could guard their best player or Scottie Pippen could guard Magic Johnson the first time when they made an NBA Finals. Oh, yeah. They they literally never faced anybody that was like a great point guard. Are they Oh, Gary Payton. Gary Payton. Oh, yeah. MJ guarded Gary Payton, right? Like, he never faced a great center that could just, like, expose their flaws, right? Yeah. They were a great team, but... The greatest players, the top five players, right? David Robinson was a top three player in that era. 
So was Hakeem, right? It was MJ, Hakeem, David Robinson. David Robinson's best player that he played with was Dennis Rodman for one year. Okay. That's how bad <laughs> his teams were. Okay. Yeah. And, and Hakeem, even though Hakeem's got two rings, they had a lot of shooting. They didn't have another all-star except if you want to consider Clyde Drexler, who's aging and not really the same Portland Trailblazers. Clyde, eh, you can make the debate, but it's just, you know, like the teams that he had to compete against weren't as great. You know what I mean? Just didn't have teams that could expose his weaknesses. Those, those Chicago Bulls teams weaknesses. And, uh, you know, like even historically speaking, for example, this is there's a team that exposed the Magic Johnson, Kareem, James Worthy team. And there was mm. a team that had Akeem and uh, what's the fucking center from Virginia? Ralph Sampson, seven foot three, seven footers, right? Two guys that could have been the top 10. Ralph Sampson could have been a top 10 center of all time, right? They exposed the, the Lakers weaknesses, even though they weren't a better team, right? That's just the way basketball works. Like matchups matter. And yeah. the Bulls didn't have a bad matchup in that era. And, you know, it's just, I just, uh, of course they won. Okay, cool. They won. Yeah, great. Woo. Woo. Okay, they had a great team. And yeah, they had, they had a great Jackson. team. Yeah. <laughs> they had a great to... team and a great coach, so. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's, 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 that's it, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how we just forget, you know. Mm-hmm. Is we? I mean, I wonder. Like, I'm not, I don't like to use what ifs, but I'm gonna use one here. Like, okay. what if their social media was around? You know what I mean during the Jordan eras. You know, do you think oh that he God. would be he would be as criticized as scrutinized as LeBron is right now? Oh yeah, he leaves. He leaves. He's gonna have to <laughs> shut down his fucking Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> all the accounts deleted. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> Michael Jordan's shoe sales are going down. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry to break it to you guys, but uh, yeah. And Dennis Rodman's craziness. Oh my God. He gets to go to fucking Las Vegas like the week of NBA finals. Like, uh, they're not winning the ring this year. The Bulls don't take shit seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Dennis Rodman. Oh man. Dennis Rodman during the social media era would be fucking beautiful to watch oh my god the entertainment value with people cameras everywhere they go oh oh my god i just would dennis rodman man so much fun to watch that would be fun to watch (laughs) you got a point there (laughs) (laughs) they they did some crazy stuff even like in the 70s when they're doing like drugs like it's a drug era yeah yeah people with phones yeah um i'm sure (laughs) there would be some people that like oh xyz player is a great player and he would have been out of the league because somebody had a phone and they caught him doing some stuff and blah 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 blah. um you know even yeah it's crazy man it's crazy it's it's crazy. Phones would have changed the way that you know everybody views things, and the MJ LeBron the blonde haters of the social media world are just so great that it seems like there has to be some sort of like secret society organization because they just move in fucking packs. Like, <laughs> like for some reason, any any time somebody posts a TikTok, LeBron's so bad, XYZ, MJ's the GOAT, whoo, 100,000 likes. <laughs> like, yeah. they, like, they just somehow, they just somehow fucking migrate to each other. Yeah. I don't know if there's, like, some magnetic force or 
you know, there's like Illuminati for and LeBron haters, but there's got to be some leader, and he <laughs> he is doing his job. So that guy <laughs> needs a pay raise. Because yeah. they are committed. They are a committed organization. Okay. Of <laughs> millions of strong. Just like everywhere you go, they're just saying LeBron sucks. LeBron sucks. MJ's the GOAT. Like literally. Barbershop <laughs> talk. They they just somehow always speak louder than everybody else. Yeah. Like it's just. <sighs> I, I, I'm impressed. A plus, you get an A plus. <laughs> you know who's running it? Skip Bale. Skip Bale is the ru- guy running the organization. I just it makes sense now. It makes sense now. <laughs> no wonder he's staying on air so long. <laughs> oh, our rating's so good. Like Skip Bale is just like, all right, watch my episodes at every eight a.m. Two hundred thousand people just listening into him. Oh dear God, please tell us about MJ's greatness. <laughs> all he all he does is compare LeBron to MJ the entire episode. <laughs> You got to give respect where respect's due, okay? These LeBron haters are doing it right, okay? Yeah, <laughs> just that level of delusion, I guess. You know, yeah. got you got to you got to give them, uh, you know, an a, a round a standing a standing ovation for mm-hmm. that level of delusion for this yes. long. You know what I mean? Just, just, just <laughs> consistently, just be delusional. I mean, like he's been in the league for twenty one years. You know, it's, yeah, like. To be delusional for twenty one years, it's just never witnessed. Yeah, <laughs> but you know why people? You know why it's like that? Those because people love to hate greatness. You know? Yes, just, people flock to that. To that, they like they surround themselves and like they love to hate it. Yes, yes, it's very. I think true. it's jealousy. Yeah, very true. Yeah. And I feel like basketball history needs a rewrite. Like, there's just so many things that just like okay, well, you guys think X Y Z? Well, you're fucking stupid. Like. Okay, who was the better player in the 60s? Uh, it's Bill Russell because he won 10 rigs. Uh, have you watched Will Chamberlain? Like, we deal with this every day. Right, we deal with yeah. this every day. Like, uh, Will Chamberlain's like a fucking Superman, and Bill Russell's, you know, fucking Green Lantern. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like the difference <laughs> there is just like he's a side character. He just had a great team. And they, you know, if we had to make an Olympic team for each year in the 60s and through 1970, uh, yeah. Four or five of them would be Boston Celtics. Okay, that's that's why they won so many rings. Yeah. Okay, that's just way true. Is. So uh, it's just it's been so upset. Like people just people just don't watch basketball enough. Like watch the Too Olympics. Many casuals, right? Watch the Olympics. You can learn a lot from the Olympics. That should teach you that okay, America has the best talent every year, but we get beat a lot. Okay, why? Why do we not dominate everybody? Because basketball is more complicated, complicated than just individual talent. Fit matters. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. There comes a point in time where you have to figure out fit. And some team NBA teams don't even figure out fit. Like there's a team in Milwaukee that figured out fit. Okay. It's Giannis. Yeah. Right. Okay, we got shooters. Everything's gotta be a perimeter. Okay, we're gonna build this whole system around Giannis. Okay, it's fit. Beautiful, right? Bulls. Okay. MJ's weakness. He might be averaging 40. Man, motherfucker can't pass to save his life, and he's an ego test. Okay, how are we going to build it around him? We need a passing system. We need Scotty. Okay, we have fit, right? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. People, <laughs> people just don't understand. Basketball is more than just killer instinct. Ooh, Kobe and MJ. Uh, they have that killer instinct. LeBron doesn't have the killer instinct. Yeah, because he understands the game of basketball to such a great level that he knows that that pass to that guy in the corner is going to have a higher percentage of making it, right? But he's not a fucking egotist. 
right? He's he, he actually understands the game of basketball to such a certain point in time, and that's what his gift is. Okay, cool. Why can't mm-hmm. you just appreciate that, right? Right. But I I feel like most people get it wrong because they play basketball when they go up to their park and they just play twenty one. Right, yeah. You're just like one on one. I'm gonna be better than you. Urgh. Okay, you gotta play five on five sometimes. Learn that you one on one shit doesn't work. You gotta gotta pass it to somebody at the corner so they can play harder. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. Just, some people don't understand the basketball game to a certain point t- place. You know what I mean? It's a sad reality. It is a sad reality because, like I said, it's just too many casuals, too many people who just you know who don't really watch the game, watch every couple games or. Yeah. You know, don't really study the game. Don't really haven't really went back and what and like sat there and really sat on YouTube for hours. Like, you know, let me yeah. look at you know the seventies, the eighties, and nineties. See where we've been to know where we where we're yes. at right now and where we're going. Yeah, it's too many people like that. Yeah. Um, and they they make decisions <laughs> based off of their limited. Um, I'm not saying I know everything, and I'm pretty sure Jason's not saying it either. But we have done our research to an extent. Thanks. You know, people with no research, um, lamestream media. You know, they just come out and just say whatever, like you know, uh, whatever, whatever works with their talking <laughs> points and just, you know, whatever, whatever. It's just yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. That it's just it's only one person I trust. It is. It is Nick Wright. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you. I bet you that there's 30 million people in America that think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. And they've never seen one second of a highlight or a game ever. Yeah, because it's it's supposed to be like common knowledge. Like when I was younger, everybody was telling me MJ was the goat. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and that's just supposed to be common yes. knowledge. I'm like, I've never seen MJ. I was born way after MJ. Yeah, I, mean, I was born like during his last repeat. So it's like, I feel like we're fighting never a seen... cult. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> pyramid scheme type thing. Like we're just like going up against a billion dollar organization of just like people, like people. Word of mouth was just like. Everybody him, MJ, MJ, he's the go, blah, 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 blah. But, but check this out, though, right? Mm-hmm. So to be fair to everybody, right? Yes. I'm going to say this, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of these debates come from the eras in which they sprung from, right? Exactly. So, like, people who were maybe, like, born in, like, the 40s who watched Wilt and Bill Russell might say, like, oh, Bill Russell's the best player. I mean, you know what I mean? And who no. was able to watch Bill Russell in the 60s. Bill Russell's the best player right. I've ever seen. He's the GOAT. You know what I mean? Some people in the 70s might be like, well, Kareem, this, 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 right? right? 80s will be like, Magic, Bird, these two are the best players ever, right? 90s, MJ, you know, maybe you might even throw Shaq and Kobe in there because they had it in later. Or you might say, um... Hakeem or somebody like that. Those might be your. Those might be your top five. They might be out of that, born from that era. Because the people who watched the certain eras pick their best players from the eras that they know right. best. Just like me and you, we have watched the 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s right. up to this point. So our best player is, of course, a player who has dominated these for this long time period of time, which will be LeBron James. But that's just our argument. But mm-hmm. I think that if we were to look at it in a balanced way, is that these arguments spring from the generations and the eras from which their people have seen the game. Right. I agree. I feel like that's a great point. And you know, MJ was 1990s. So most people that grew up with MJ were born in 1980, and most of them are 50 yeah. year old, 50 years old, 60 years old. All right, go look who's on ESPN. Go look who's on First Take. Go look who's on all these shows. They're between the age of. 
50 and 65. They've been doing it for a yep. while. They got the experience, right? That's their age range, right? If you watch younger people, like our, our podcast and stuff like that, our age range is going to say, you know, LeBron's the GOATs probably, right? As we get older, you know, probably we'll start seeing some more common opinions um, here with LeBron, LeGoat. But even, like, I've watched some – I've had the pleasure of being a real basketball addict and, like, watching guys – like, I find old basketball fun, right? Like, yeah, there's some, like, old basketball guys like Sam Jones and Bill Russell on a podcast together talking about the greatest players of all time. And they're just like, why does nobody run – they were saying, like, why does nobody run our sets now? Like, we used to play basketball so well. We won 11 rings, and nobody runs our stuff. Like, basketball's evolved. Three-point line. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why nobody runs your sets, because your sets are at the date, right? Like, and they're, they're talking about the greatest players of all time. Michael Jordan doesn't come up, right? Because yeah. <laughs> they were born in 1920, and they grew up with Bob Pettit and a George Mike in and you know yeah. they got to play with Bob Cousy and, and, and right. they got to play with Jerry West and Oscar Robertson and that's their guys right Dr. J might get a little love you know what I mean like Dr. J is the greatest players of all time Dr. J was fun to watch to listen talk to like it's all 19 he's like I chose when I was 18 my greatest players of all time and it's like Elvin Hayes Bill Russell and does that yeah. not change it for me like it's fun to watch because I, I I enjoy like a, a basketball story. It really like I feel like that's my true nature, and uh, you know it's just it's just the reality of basketball is whatever era they played in or they liked, even the the Kobe fans, right? The Kobe section yeah. of the world, right? Most of them, Steve Jackson, Matt Barnes. Oh, I played against Kobe. Kobe, oh, the killer mentality. <laughs> Right, Paul yeah. Pierce and Kevin Garnett. Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, who got beat by LeBron and probably still a little salty. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> it's just it's Nobody just, was scared of LeBron. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't scared of you either, Paul Pierce. You you were a right. traffic cone to him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce couldn't defend and save his life. Like I don't know what the fuck he's talking about on that one. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's funny. It's funny how people like you have to really understand older basketball to really b- make a good, good basketball point because it'll teach you some things, right? But it's just, it's funny. It's funny, fun to watch. It really is. It is. Yeah. It is fun to watch. See anything, um, since we're going to move a little modern, you see anything in modern NBA that you want to discuss? Well, I mean, obviously LeBron James passing cream is such a big thing. LeBron James is such a big record. I feel like people should really make a bigger, like, there's been a bigger deal made about Steph passing Ray fucking Allen last year on ESPN and like modern That's very true. talking heads talking about it than just LeBron passing Kareem for the all-time points record. Like one's bigger than the other. It's just that once he passes it, all these people don't they don't want to talk about the conversation because they know, okay, uh MJ's the go. Oh really? Well, why is LeBron James the all-time leading scorer? Oh shit, my argument's all fucked now. Like nobody is. Yeah. It's just like they're in denial. Is it really happening? No, no. We're living in some. I'm, I'm, 
I've been knocked out for the last 10 years. No, MJ's still leading LeBron in points scored. No, Kobe. Yeah, Kobe, 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 Kobe. Better score than LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, who has more all-time points? Uh, I just don't really feel like talking about it. We're in denial here. Okay? Like, yeah. It's just a sad reality. I feel like we should praise him for what he's doing. It's a great accomplishment, right? Congratulations to LeBron James. LeGoat, okay? Doing LeGoat things, right? He was He's such an underrated scorer. He can't score. Okay, well, look. I feel like... Something that people misunderstand about LeBron and Giannis, and I feel like it's, it's a sad thing, is people can get caught up in the beauty of a player. Kobe was beautiful to watch. Kyrie is yeah. beautiful to watch, right? Usually, the guys who aren't hyper-athletes, like LeBron, MJ, Giannis, Dominique Wilkins didn't have a lot of skill, even though he averaged like 30 a game, right? are not as beautiful and fun to watch. Because even if you might say, like, oh, he's dunking on people. What do you mean by that, Jason? Well, most of the time, if you're watching an actual NBA game, they're not dunking on people. You don't see that many dunks. It's mostly, like, tough finishes at the rim, and he's going to the free throw line, right? Like, that's that's the reality. That's where, like, the bread and butter is at the free throw line, right? Yeah. So it's not as fun to watch. I feel like people get a little confused because the reason why Kyrie needs all that handle is because he's not as athletically gifted. Russell Westbrook is one of the greatest point guards of all time. Didn't have a great handle, but he doesn't need it because once he's athletic, he doesn't need that great handle. He just takes one step, he's past you. He takes two steps, he's past you. Kyrie needs to handle, handle, hezzy, 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 handle, handle, hezzy, hezzy. Okay, I take one step. Yeah. Okay, the defender recovered. Hezzy, 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 hezzy. Right? Like, yeah. he needs that because he's not as athletically gifted. Right? Like, that's just the reality of the NBA, and LeBron James was so athletically gifted that he wasn't as beautiful to watch as Kobe. Doesn't mean he wasn't as great as a scorer as a guy like Melo, because he's put so much pressure at the rim because he was going to the free throw line a lot. And he had defenders in a quandary because of his passing, so he couldn't really just, like, load up on him. And he was just dominant at his style of basketball, right? Giannis is similar. Giannis is, right, and highlights fun to watch, but when you watch a Milwaukee Bucks game, it's not as fun as watching Kyrie Irving play for the Brooklyn Nets because he's like getting to the rim and he's going to the free throw line. It's like, oh my God, I got to watch this fucking shit again. He's going to do the same thing again. Even Shaq was a little boring-ish because he was so dominant. He doesn't have all the beautiful footwork like Hakeem. Beautiful doesn't mean better. There's yeah. a difference here. And um, <laughs> I feel like because of that, LeBron James is scoring because it's not as beautiful to watch is why people don't give him the credit for what a great scorer he is. He's a great all-time scorer. Top 10, a greatest all-time scorer. Okay, that's not that crazy to say he's all-time going to be the all-time leader in points. Right? Beauty does not mean greatness. Okay? Steph, hell, hell of fun to watch. You know why he needs to be hyper-skilled? Because Steph can barely fucking dunk. Okay? <laughs> he needs all this. Sure. He's always more yeah. beautiful to watch because it's ooh and ahs and wow and Kobe's with the crazy mid-range shots and crazy tough shots ooh and ah and wow even James Harden was fun to watch and Luca's fun to watch ooh and ah and wow it's like crazy skill beautiful does not mean better I feel like it's a little yeah. confused here yeah that's crazy yeah that's crazy I, that's actually i like that i like that beautiful does not mean better they're both two very big b words but they're not the same big b word <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> like what i did there <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> but yeah, just, you know, beautiful does not mean better. Um, there's players like, you know, who might just have a functional handle. Like yeah. LeBron, it just works. It just allows him to get from point A to point B. A lot of you know, kind of get, get around defenders a little bit. But he, he relies so much on his athleticism that he doesn't really need the type of function that Curry does, the way that Steph does, the way that James Harden does. 